0: Grip in a good way.
1: <laughs> well, just in the sense that like, I'm getting a lot of accomplished, but it's like it's not finished. You know when you're halfway done with a project? Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm here, but I'm also planning out science and my long-term plan.
0: I mean, I don't do that. But, but you know I, what I mean. I am like am always the proje- living ahead of my moment well you part. do it
1: like right now because you're all in deer Wander too so like you have that same like you're here and you want to be present but in your mind there's this like
0: mm-hmm. constant to do constant list. constant
1: and and those these those are biggies once i'm done with my like
0: mm-hmm.
1: long-term plan then lesson planning is so easy because it's i've already done week by the week by week
0: for 36 weeks done that is a lot that must feel good though once it's done because you're like so good. I don't have to think about this as much. I just do what it's I all there. have to do. And and yeah.
1: last year I I really was creating it. So like alongside my head of school. So like we were creating it together to make it my own with his scope and sequence. So this year it's like a lot easier. But I changed two curriculums, mm. which
0: is terrible. But last year, I remember you were like, I don't even know how to do this. I've never had to do this before. Like, yeah. No. It was. <clears throat> yeah. So that's nice. It is. You've nice. gained some
1: skills. I have. I've gained. I now am very confident that I can teach humans to read. <laughs> that's awesome. Easily. Well, not easily. I mean, mostly easily. If they're ready, they're ready.
0: Right. And if they're not, then they're not. <laughs> they're
1: not. It's not going to click and that's okay too. Yeah.
0: Yep. So
1: it is. Hi. Hi, everyone.
0: Hi. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back. What's up, Buttercups? So today is August 8th, where we're we're posting this. And yeah,
1: journaling.
0: We are eight days into, yeah, Yeah. because you
1: just said it's August 8th. No, because do they start on the first? They don't start on the first. They
0: start. They could, but. First or second, First I guess. First or second, We kind of yeah. talked about it as if they were going to start the next day, but they could jump right in. They could. It's all flexible.
1: So, yeah. So, today, with that, we're kind of expounding and, like, helping encourage you to stay on the 30-day minimalization, minimalism. The
0: minimalization. <laughs> the mobilization <laughs> of Mobile- the minimalism. Oh! That Don't ask good. me to say that again.
1: Ever. Again. Ever. And... The- And so for day seven or eight, depending on what you are at, it's to write down your best qualities and to journal for 20 minutes. And so me and Rach thought today what we would do is we would kind of talk about why it's so hard to talk about our best qualities. (laughs) I can rattle off my worst qualities really easily. easily. (laughs) And why? Why is that hard? Kind of like pressing into that a little bit and and touching a little bit on journaling. I mean, I don't think we're going to go deep into journaling I don't even know
0: how I'm going to do this actual 20 minutes of journaling although I will say that I I do devotion journaling more yes. than I just say like you know oh, it's uh, August 8th 2022 the sky is uh, do you know who you know, does
1: that Peter Small Peter really? Small journals he writes the weather every single day the weather what, what the kids it, are doing yes hmm well who he prayed for that day hmm whatever's on his mind he like usually writes a few things he's anxious about and a few things he's thankful for so that he can stay steady and like focused on his devotions I, it's fascinating mm. and i mean the he de always on this same journal that we the moleskin mm-hmm. graph paper not lined he likes graph paper cuz mm. he fills in like when he's taking notes he'll fill in those little squares to keep doodling mm. and he's journaled for years like some someday someday someone could probably go back and write a biography about him because he's but it is it's like Hmm. it's snowing today I'm so thankful for the snow or it's so hot I can barely move and I hate everyone because he doesn't really (laughs) like it when it's warm you know but like yeah he journals wow every single day and so didn't his grandmother and his grandfather and i believe his mother and he that's where he got it from and we have some of his grandfather's journals i was just gonna say where are those we have a couple of he called his grandfather cranky 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 cranky. is not the cutest thing ever (laughs) and we have some and it's like february 26 1922 35 cents spent at this like he it's like a ledger and his journal Wow, it is fascinating so
0: that's cool I just
1: don't think anyone's that interested
0: in my life and I'm not interested in my life that much. <laughs> no. I do Sunday journaling, so for, for definitely since so almost 2 decades at least cuz most of my marriage and at least since I've had kids I usually take a few notes um at church, like just whatever is hitting my heart in a certain way. I'll like write one big word and I'll you know sort doodle of around it doodle yeah doodle it and then the date who's with me at church um, where I am at church which has changed a few times over the last 20 years and so like that is kind of cool to like look back and be like this is where we were this mm-hmm. I had babies this was the house we were at and just by even a brief one pager about some basic things on Sundays. It gives sort of like this overview of where we're at as a family, like the pulse. It's just like this little weekly
1: pulse like That shocks me because you're not one to have this, like are they all sporadically in different journals? Because I can't fathom that you just have one journal that you start in the beginning and you end with. Um, I've known you too long. That just (laughs) seems wrong.
0: In this one instance – they are little moleskin. They're the little ones. They're yep. this big. They're the same that my dad uses. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, she's holding her hands to about three by five in, <laughs> inches by five yep. inches. <laughs> it's just a little moleskin thing and uh, lined, not graph. And it's half doodles, but it's... It is a chronological order, and it's wow. and it can go and it goes back almost two decades. So, I- and in fact, to find to, when we were just getting started with this podcast, I dug all those out and was looking through them because, again, I it's not like I'm writing sermon notes. I'm writing one word that sticks out from the entire sermon or from from the day, even mm-hmm. whatever, and a lot of those. One liner things became titles for the podcast. Yeah. So I was on our list of 40,000 podcasts. (laughs) Yeah. We're all set for like five years.
1: I think that's so fascinating. I did it, I journaled a ton. This is so funny when I think about it. Isn't it funny when we think about things mm-hmm. and then like we actually stop and let our brain meditate and it shows so much of our true self. So get ready for some That's why moms. I try not
0: to do too much of that. It's a little hard. I did it
1: a lot in college. And in fact, I have my journals of like when I went through my eating disorder and when I was going through therapy and they're very vivid. A lot of the same thing like I would doodle or I just put words or I would like, you know, and it is kind of a history of my life. When I had so many littles, I definitely stopped.
0: Oh, yeah, I mean, and I
1: couldn't. I just couldn't. Sorry, no. kids. I don't. You don't have baby books. You don't have baby <sighs> journals. You have nothing. You are alive. I started alive. one
0: with CM, and you, I, it didn't get very far.
1: They're they're alive. When I'm yeah, old, I alive. remember an old man um, at our church that we both went to. He, when he retired and he knew he was dying, he wrote a journal to each of his children. Like, and that was what he kind of did in his retirement. And I could see myself doing that, like my memories of them, Mm -hmm. but I, but I, not now. So sorry guys, (laughs) but I will say my perfectionism, this is how crazy I am. I think the thing that makes me stop journaling is that I'm not a super consistent person. Like, and I'm an all or nothing person. This is where my ADHD comes in hard. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like if I were to start journaling, I would have to give everyone the backstory. Like, I can't mm-hmm. just start from today. Sure. I'd be like, and so for the past 15 years, <laughs> this is what's been going on and this is where we... De-. You know, yeah. like, I don't feel yeah. like anybody cares. It's for me, but I can't... I feel like...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's I feel like you'd have to start writing
0: a memoir before you could write a journal entry for today.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm so insane. I'm so insane. Because uh, I think for me... I, for me, it's such a part of journaling. Like, I wish I could just, and I should just do that. Like, write a word, write a moment. Mm -hmm. And I, but I'm so all or nothing. It's even with my devotions. Peter always encourages me over and over again. He's like, honey... You just have to read and pray, like you don't like. But I feel like I have to Mm -hmm. read and study and pray and Mm -hmm. meditate
0: and and tell God the backstory and tell God the backstory. And I I think that's a really good point. And I think a lot of people feel that way about a lot of things, not just journaling. I think, like for example, even just like losing weight, it's discouraging because you want to lose weight before you officially start losing weight. Like you want, do you know what I mean? You want to, you want to prep. And get ready that to be the thingy. thing yeah. before you just start doing it a little at a time. And then that will build and grow. It's hard to start something, it's hard to let it be little yes, first. Yes. It's I hard think- to buy a fresh journal and write the first entry, being like, this is where I'm at right now. That would actually be a pretty good challenge, Which we're even to do on the eighth. For you. Yeah. Right. And that it's like, it's just start you don't have to explain to anyone even yourself why you're starting or that you're starting or what happened before you start what
1: is wrong with me i'm such i a think looting. it's normal I yeah think and i think totally that's so normal. interesting i think what it for me what it boils down to like as you're talking rach that really like pressed in on my heart like i don't want to accept the grace Like I want to show the works of why I'm doing all of the things. I don't want to just accept the grace of like, this is where I'm at today. I want the backstory so people can understand my why and my when and my where. Mm -hmm. When really, it doesn't, that doesn't matter. Uh, That's what grace is, right? It's Mm -hmm. unachievable merit. Mm -hmm. And I think so much as Christians and and non-Christians even, we want, to prove our worth. We want to prove our life. We want to prove our love. We want to prove all those things. And really it, it, it's, it's kind of all for naught. Like Mm -hmm. what we really need to do is just be open-handed and know Mm -hmm. that really God, who is the knower of all things already knows my backstory. I don't need to, (laughs) but that is literally one of the hardest things. I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to just start. I'm going to get a journal and just start. That's right. I I
0: just start today's date, literally just how what's you know what's going on in your life right now, but tr- don't without trying to do a backstory, right? Just because that the proving points. part the the proving part is I think where you and I both get stuck a lot with everything that we do. It's like even if. I mean, social media, you've stepped away from a lot of it. And I feel like I still – I don't feel like I need to do that yet. But I've taken a pretty massive break as far as my consumption of it. I still use it as a tool for certain things. But even this where it's like on Mondays I post about the podcast and it helps reach people. But I don't consume hardly any of it anymore. But when I'm putting stuff out there, it's usually to try to prove something. It's like Mm – I'm I'm going to do this and this is how I'm going to do it and these are the results and this is how I feel about it. And no one cares. Care.
1: I do see like for me, like I said, I've, I'm have off Facebook and it's been the most freeing thing I've ever done in my whole life. My, the most freeing thing I've ever done in my whole life. Wow. And I do. Kind of like I said, once in a while, I'll steal Peter's phone and I'll like go and do some stuff. in the closet. I know. I'm like in the closet with like what are you doing in here. <laughs> I just, I'm just getting my fix, my fix. Reminds me of Emma on pacifiers.
0: I was going to say, this reminds me of Kurt's sister and her pacifiers. <laughs> yeah. She hid a bunch when they were weaning her. She she like foresaw that happening. She hid a bunch deep so in James a closet. Thanks, Sally. Deep, deep, deep down. Like this closet went back seven or eight feet. And she hid a stash of passies and would go back and just like suck on them in the dark <laughs> like, behind all the yeah. claws, Like the sorry, coat Mustang closet.
1: Sally, you did the same thing. Oh it was gosh.
0: so cute. I was like, that and is at so preemptive.
1: Point, we one point we found her with one in each hand and one in her mouth, and she just kept rotating them. Like, <laughs> like she just kept switching them, and we're like, oh my word! I think we have an <laughs> addict on our hands—a passive addict. But, um. Yeah, that, that's me with the Facebook. But it doesn't – it's getting less and less. Like it was – and I do find myself when I'm stressed, I will do – I had to take off. I did put back on Instagram the app and now I took it off. So hmm. on my phone I have to go on to um, Safari, or Safari or and you can't watch reels and you can't take polls. And that's kind of like kills it for – it like makes it less enjoyable. So I – or at that. least less addicting.
0: You yeah, can't less, just, like you can't get scroll. lost.
1: Yeah, you can't get as lost.
0: I've noticed that more and more of the social media stuff is becoming more TikTok-y and I don't love that. Yeah, it is all very. That's the the part that. But I do gets like. I kind
1: of feel like Instagram is my journal, where like mm-hmm. I take one picture, and. Once or twice a week, or you know, about school or about my kids or about my deep feelings, and I put it out there because I do mm-hmm. f- want people. I do that, so I'm starting to feel like that's becoming my journal. Like,
0: well, that's how I've always viewed it as a photo journalistic, right? Person who uh, ever since this became a thing, even before this became things, I, a thing, cause a I used to be a blogger. Yeah, where I, I blogged just being a mom of littles and just the everyday and. I loved that because it was just an outlet for basically little life's little days and then some of the feelings that come along with it. And I just sort of felt I've always maintained that kind of posture with it where it's like this is – although I've noticed that I'll use like my one account for this, my other account for this. Mm-hmm. And like it's almost like this mental game where I'm like, who am I today? Am I the health and wellness person? Am I my – farm girl person my my home decor and simplify like okay I'm all those things it's all connected right. every now and then I try to sift it out and God is always like it's all connected girl just stop trying to separate it
1: yeah I have one for my business but I haven't touched that forever I mean I think I'm it fine. makes sense sometimes yeah to it do totally that. does but, but my, it's, my it's my emotionally classical teacher, sometimes it's hard that's me if you ever want to follow me at classical teacher and so for me though it's been a fun journey and I'm able to like talk about like I've talked about going back to counseling I've talked about my fears about being a mom of teenagers I've talked about uh, today I posted all the books on my bed as I'm long term planning for this year's school year and so like that is who I am and I and I want to show all the facets mm-hmm. if for anything for my kids like it's fun because I think my kids are eight, because that's how they interact Mm-hmm. it's fun for them to see me and that i you know i wrote this whole post because rach did henna we they we went when we were camping our kid my izzy brought henna and they were like it was they're all hennad they're a bunch it's of also ongoing ongoing sam henna. bought some jesse yeah. bought some <laughs> yeah it's like a henna <laughs> extravaganza it will and all be put, a dear wonder as well um so she put four little seagulls on my shoulder because I 'm thinking about getting that tattoo and I wanted to see what it would look like and it and I was able to like really be vulnerable about how the reason why I want that tattoo is that I keep thinking of the verse about the sparrows and how we're mm. we're more valuable this God knows where every sparrow is and every f- sparrow that falls from the sky he knows them and we're more valuable and as mm. a mom, we are often so consumed by fear and so I wrote that out and all of my kids kind of like came in and they're like mom that was so Aww. pretty what you wrote and I was like oh I wasn't trying to be pretty I it's truly like mm-hmm. am I doing too much am I doing too little am I ruining them what's the world gonna be like are they okay am I okay mm. and then I have to stop and remember that I am valuable and they are valuable and
0: God has me and God has them. And like Mm -hmm. breathe Amber. I think you and I are both and a lot of other mamas on here as well uh, are coming to a new place like in our forties and our kids are getting older where we realize how little we value ourselves and how much we've been valuing our kids Mm. and that it's like for me it's hitting me pretty hard. and. We've also been through some stressful things where we feel very unloved and very undervalued. Mm-hmm. And so that's also filling that narrative. Right. I think so. It's like, for example, Sam went on yet another... I've only seen him for a few days since we got back from a camping trip where I didn't see him at all because he was with his friends most of the time. And then he went on another camping trip today for another five days. And so I'm just like, I miss my kid. I miss him. And I didn't really want him to go again. And I... Because part of my... My fuller identity, it feels more rounded out when my kids are with me or at home or when I see them. And I have that touch point mm-hmm. on a daily. And when I don't have that, I start questioning my identity more. Like I start wondering, what am I going to do? Yeah. Especially when, they, when they're really gone, when they're really flying away. Which is happening for me. Yeah, it's what, really weird. How, what is going to be left? Who am I going to be without my kids? You
1: will be great, and you will be fine. It is really hard. For me, the one thing that was weird is that, like... So I have Mustang Sally, who's free and wild and beautiful. And she keeps coming back. She comes back and touches us and comes back and touches us. And, and, And she's in a relationship, and she's in a good relationship, and she's making... You know, like, she's living her life. For me, the difference is boys. Like, I have a... Like, Emma... Like, a, a mom-daughter relationship, I feel, is very different than a mom-son. Mm. I have both. Um, but there's this maternal connection between me and, like, me and Emma and Izzy, like, that I know they'll always come back. Because they, we're, we have the same, we're, we have the same body. We have the same heart. We have, you know, like, mm-hmm. someday if they choose to be moms, I'm, Lord willing, going to be the mom that they will come to for advice and i'll be able to like spring in like moms and daughters are kind of Mm -hmm. connected in that way Mm -hmm. that maternal way Mm -hmm. moms and sons your sons fall in love with you you're the first woman they ever love and that is i did not believe that until i had parker like Mm -hmm. parker a adores me like and i'm not gonna say a past tense but it is changing but when he was little like Mm -hmm. he wanted to snuggle me and kiss me and hold my hand and hold his dad's hand and same with thomas and Mm -hmm. um and they kept that for a really long time but there will be a point where parker is going to love another woman Mm -hmm. more than me and that will be healthy and right Mm-hmm. And I am mourning that already. Like, oh, I so
0: am I so, yeah.
1: I like sure. that for me is the thing that is like mm-hmm. sent me off my rails a little bit. For real, <laughs> sent me off my rails because
0: yeah.
1: it's the right thing and I want it. But I love that kid so much and both my boys so much. And we have such a connection. And we have ever since we were little. That that will be weird for me. I think mm-hmm. I I will lose a piece of my identity, like that feeling that you're feeling. I can mm-hmm. see that as he grows. Like already, like mm-hmm. he's still always. I'm still like you know mm-hmm. when he does well on the football field, or if when he when he wins a m- match, or mm-hmm. even when he was running, like he always looks for me, mm-hmm. and that is beautiful, and that is good, and I think that will always continue. Mm-hmm. But he'll look for someone first and then he'll look for me. Mm-hmm. And that's good, but that is really hard. I know. But that is a great segue. So we've been talking about journaling, but that's a really great segue, what you were saying about your identity and that negative narrative about part of our minimalist challenge where we're supposed to be writing down our best qualities and Rach, share, I'm going to make her share it again, went on a marriage retreat where she was asked to do that. And tell
0: us how that went. <laughs> yes. Uh, two weeks ago, my husband and I went on a marriage retreat adventure sea kayaking. Uh,
1: Which I still cannot believe you did. And I'm so proud of you.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was something that, like, obviously God had set apart for us because I didn't, I wasn't really paying attention when I said that we would go <laughs> to some of the important details like the marriage part, the retreat part, and the sea kayaking part. I'm not really sure which part I... You heard
1: retreat. I heard
0: the word retreat. And I think even in that word, I heard the word treat. <laughs> and I thought there's going to be treats. There's going to be desserts. Someone's to be cooking for me. All of those things were true. There were treats. There was chocolate. There was um, precious little lunches made. And I'm just going to shout out to our friend Angie, cousins Thrive, and Cousins. Thrive Ministries in Maine. Thrive, yeah. Thrive. Well, it's
1: all over the country, but we're dealing with Thrive in Maine.
0: Right. Um, Go look them up. It's free. You can pay it forward if you want, but it's just that you can sign up for their adventures. And it was us and like eight other married couples. Um, We literally packed all of our gear into dry bags and got into couples sea kayaks and paddled out onto the open ocean and paddled for a couple hours out to an island. I can't. I can't. I still can't even imagine. <clears throat> and I was in the front. Can I just say because Kurt didn't trust me with the rudder in I, the back? I feel like that was wise. That was wise. And I, I and he was trying to like steer with strength from behind and Push and I I was probably out of my my oar was probably out of the water. I was probably like up in the air and not not even. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was paddling, but um, it was a it was a very very sweet sweet time. But one of the first things we had to do was there were some cheesy things and angie will just laugh if she hears this but like it was a marriage retreat and so we had to write down our name we didn't know everybody so we had to write down our name and then add say uh write a quality that you a good quality that you bring to the group and for the life of me i i had i was really um i felt like i was in grade school again yes where where i was going to write down the wrong answer yes um I wanted to write, my instinct was to write funny uh, or like laughter or something like that. But then I, I second-guessed myself and instead I wrote something really heavy and I wrote vulnerable.
1: Which is also beautiful and true <clears throat> about you.
0: Well, but but if you had seen the internal oh. struggle for like, um, I was looking at my husband. He didn't know what to write. It took him even longer. And what did he write um objective and i was like what does that even mean like it was so funny his word that he chose i didn't even understand what he meant by it i was just like i have to think that's too like i have to think about it too much um but i wrote down vulnerable and i i challenged my own self and and you know i'm really vulnerable as it is anyway but like i was like i've got to the point where i'm like i've got nothing to hide i used to be super proud and and my cards really close to the chest
1: this podcast has broken that hard
0: big time (laughs) but even before that i think kids um you know moving around from several churches and just the drama and the baggage that comes with that and the emotional um shaking Mm -hmm. that happens to your heart um gaining friends losing friends like just the last 20 years have been a doozy and stripping down a lot of the facade and, and so now I'm just like whatever but I did um, try to challenge myself to be vulnerable in a way that was helpful not just vulnerable for the sake of being obnoxious or like an open book in a way that's like this isn't even really blessing anybody but trying to be sensitive to the people that we were around and if being honest was actually going to even bless somebody in that moment. Um, I would try to be that, but um, I don't know. It was hard for me to just come up even with one quality, let alone what this is asking for, like write down a list of your best qualities. And I'm just like, I mean, there's things that come to mind, but it's for some reason it feels uncomfortable saying them out loud.
1: I think that that's the point. Like, I think that was what I got to too, was like, I think we as a culture... <clears throat> Are, we don't want to be conceited, and we don't want to be prideful, and we forget what those words actually mean.
0: Like we also what don't is- want to be wrong. Like what if I say something, but then I'm not that right. And so, and that's
1: fear. And so, like th- I think that's the piece. Like I, I'm like I feel like I need to look up all the words of like what. So like. For me, I suck at that. Like, I cannot. Like, I literally have internal. Well, what panic is the what att- is
0: the what is the challenge? Say five things. I think Eight? it's is- seven. Um,
1: right – Oh, just write down. It just says write down your best qualities. Oh,
0: okay. So there's no number. There's
1: no number. And so the thing that I think is so interesting is that when you look up, like, so I was like, okay, what is that pushing against? Like, right. I think as believers, we have to remember that we and even non-believers you don't have to believe it for it to be true right we are created in the image of God and he created us and therefore um we we are good he literally said mm-hmm. when he made Adam in the garden of Eden this is very good mm-hmm. like this is good men and women are good he created us in his own image and so the good qualities that are in us are because they're reflected out of the from God the Father so and when you see Jesus on earth, he was perfection, right? So if we emulate any of those things, it's because we're emulating God. Mm-hmm. And it's not our own self, but his self. And so I think that's where it's really tricky because the right. world says self-esteem and it shouldn't be self-esteem because our, mm-hmm. our true selves aren't beautiful, but they are because but mm-hmm. they are. Our mm-hmm. God esteem is, right? Yeah. And there's that trickiness, right? That I think us as Christians struggle with because it can be taken to either extreme. Mm-hmm. You could be like, I'm. you could be whipping yourself and being like, I'm the worst person. I am a bag of garbage. I am a horrible sinner. And, and, and in some ways, yeah, those are true. But you were also m- made in the image of God. Mm-hmm and i often think of like david in the bible like who god says there's no one that he loved more like it's mm-hmm. uh, was you know god loved david and he was like a hot mess express mm-hmm. but he was also redeemed he was redeemed and right. we are also redeemed and he and he was redeemed even though he was a hot mess express mm-hmm. and god still used him for because he was a hot mess express and so i think it's that dance of being willing to embrace who God made you and how he made you. Like mm. God made me very different than he made you, Rach, and, and, and vice versa. And that's because he's so creative and he's so beautiful and he's so virtuous and he's so good that he made all of us in these individual ways to bring him glory. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, if you believe in the catechism, which is like, what's, what's the chief end of man is to love God and to enjoy him forever. So like mm. he wants us to enjoy him and to enjoy him is to enjoy who we are and mm-hmm. God's, because he made us. We're made by him. And so that dance of, of loving who God created you and using that for his glory. Mm mm-hmm. And not beating yourself up, but also knowing your weakness. It is, I feel like that is the ultimate challenge as believers. So say your top five qualities that you have that are good. I think that um, a lot like you, I think God has made me incredibly strong. Mm -hmm. I have a very broad shoulders. Mm -hmm. Sometimes... I'm grumpy that the Lord gave me the broad shoulders that he gave me, but he did. Mm -hmm. And so the Lord gives me a lot. He's also given me a mouth that runs constantly. Like I think I have the gift to share and I'm Mm -hmm. really vulnerable in those things. Like I've never been one to not say if I'm doing bad or if I'm doing good much to other people's demise. I think sometimes Mm -hmm. including my own family, Mm -hmm. um, I think that is something God's given me. I think God's given me; um, He's given me a really hard life, mm-hmm. and I think He's given me that to share and be vulnerable,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to love onto others, and to be kind of a mirror. And I and I can't think of like I have to believe a lot of that for me. Mm-hmm. I do think I think I'm a good time; I'm mm-hmm. fun to be around. Mm-hmm. I can be the life of the party. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and i like to be the life of the party. I like being around people and tap dancing if need be to make it fun. <laughs> so I think those, those are, those are my qualities that I think that God gave me mm-hmm. to, to help grow his kingdom. And a lot of them are driven. I think I'm, I think I'm brave. I do think I'm brave. I think God I'm is, g- I think God has given me a really hard life, but also so much love and grace and bravery mm-hmm. to speak into the void
0: mm-hmm. of
1: of what it's like to actually be be a quote unquote. I'm a broken Christian. Like I'm never gonna be one who says like I'm gonna together. Like, and i never <laughs> have. Yeah, and I don't think that's. I don't think that's by accident. I can't believe it's by accident, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't believe that God would give me the the family that he gave me and the life circumstances that he gave me and the marriage that he gave me and the child even the children that he gave me mm-hmm. without believing that I was going to be strong and courageous in mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. to
0: showcase who God is. I love that. I also would add to that for you that, like you had a season in your life when your kids were little and your house was crazy and your doors were unlocked and open, and you always had bulk food from Sam's Club out and available. You let a lot of street children, yeah, come be your Anyone come be their in. safe place, yep. um, which I would have been not like that. I I would have been worried about my floors and my the food and the uh, everything cuz like I yeah. I I I, I always admired that in that. you.
1: Oh, I don't even think about that. That is but just it's
0: still a good quality. Thank it's still you. Thank like you. you were a welcoming, safe still am.
1: Still had one of my street kids text last week needing a ride. Oh. I will I will forever
0: I mean like a literally whirling swirling Oh, uh, you'd go. I'd go in there, and there'd be uh, like three kids, and maybe one that she didn't even know. But yeah. she like, "Are you hungry, honey? Are you, And here, have this whole bag of Swedish fish and uh, goldfish. A lot of goldfish. A, a lot of gold. My- uh, but there was a a, a a free, giving, loving, um, right. wonderful.
1: I don't even remember that. That was just living. <laughs> It's just like one more egg, it's one still, more egg.
0: It's still though. something Yeah. That well,
1: I think hopefully the Lord will use that because I always oh, for want sure. to. He already be, did.
0: He did use it, and he will for continue me. To use
1: I it. always want. I want to. Hmm, this sounds so mean. So everyone, I hope you know my heart. <laughs> I've always wanted to be the contradiction of what a Christian is to a non-Christian's idea of what a Christian is. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, I do.
1: So, we like, needed me, more than ever. Like, so for me, I know I'm a paradox. I know for a lot of my non-Christian friends, and I have a lot of non-Christian friends, mm-hmm. I am a paradox. They don't, because they have what they believe. Oh, crack it. Hold on. Ah, I'm yeah. thirsty. They're, they know what they they believe a Christian is, because it's what the world or what the loud, angry Christians are. And then they know me and Peter and they don't, we don't fix, fit in that box. (laughs) And you don't fit in the Christian
0: box. I don't. But But guess what?
1: Even though I, and, and I don't also agree with them. And that's the thing is that I can love someone and I know, I know it makes people angry. I've told, I've had people literally yell at me how angry it makes them. Christians yell at you. And non-Christians that I, sure. I, both sides don't like me for this reason. Mm, mm -hmm. I can love someone with every ounce of my being. Every ounce of my being. Mm -hmm. Cry when they cry. Laugh when they laugh. Hold their hands through hard times. And genuinely, in every ounce of my soul, I truly love them. Mm -hmm. And not agree with anything that they are doing. Sure. 100%. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and and I think they know it. I think in their heart they know it's genuine because they...
0: But, but in our I, culture, that's very contradictory. Like, it is. If and I'm it, not shouting out and, and agreeing with you or cheering on what I'm, you've decided to do I with your life. But I feel it life. on
1: both sides. I feel like I feel it on both sides. Hmm. So I have people who are in the LGBTQ community that I love mm-hmm. with every ounce of my being. Mm-hmm. And... I will, if they call me, I will come. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that I agree with anything. But it also doesn't mean I agree with how Christians are handling the situation either. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't agree with either side. I think both sides are really blowing it in some ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, you know, and that and that's where my heart wrenches because I, I'm not saying... I, I believe in biblical hospitality. I guess that's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. I guess that's something I can say I'm good at. I'm really good at biblical hospitality. I will take anyone wherever they are and I will love them where they're at. Mm -hmm. And I won't lie to them, Mm -hmm. but I will not stop relishing them with unconditional love because that's what saved me. That's how your Mm -hmm. family saved me was through biblical hospitality Mm -hmm. was that Mm -hmm. you guys took me in. Gave me, like, I was literally part of your family in every essence of the way. I had chores. I had <laughs> I had a, mm-hmm. a schedule in the bathroom, in the one bathroom. I <laughs> literally sl- had my own bed. I was a Dickinson through and through. And that is what saved me. Mm. So I'm not going to not do that for someone else. Hmm. Even if their sin or not sin looks different than what my sin or not sin
0: was. Like... That's right. I believe deeply. None empirical. of us can, are in right. any place to so judge that, anyone. Oh, what else?
1: about you? Enough about me. What about you, girl? No, you have so much, so don't even. Take a deep breath. <laughs> do it! Hold on. Let's do it. Oh, here comes another one. Ah, do it. Your best qualities, Rachel
0: Anderson. This, Ooh, is, kind of, this is so
1: easy for me. Is I it just the
0: word lose. best in there? Yes. Best qualities. Best. Hmm. And best. Um, I'm hyper creative for better or worse. I would say that uh, much like a a lot of things in our life, our good things are tangled up with our bad things. And so. Nope,
1: you're not allowed to talk about bad things.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'm hyper creative. Um, I am, um, a putterer to a fault. So a lot of things get done, which to me is important. In a mm-hmm. human quality, because I prefer forward motion over stagnant s- stagnant moving backwards. <laughs> I like there to be order and a plan, uh, you know, to accomplish something every single day, pretty much. Even if it's just a lot of laundry and a batch of cookies, but I still want to accomplish something. Mm-hmm. And... Which, as a gift, I do not have. So, amen to you for that. <laughs> right. So, uh, things get done. Things get done, and um, my mind goes blank. If I'm honest, you are a <laughs> gonna have servant to <laughs>
1: like I've never seen before. Like really? You- See, oh, that's
0: where I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: How many people's homes have you in your own, like even your own siblings, you you helped raise them. Like you will give your time as much money as you can to anyone who needs it. Like you were literally the only person who came into my house every single week and just kept washing the dishes for me when my babies were little, Mm. even though I didn't like, and without any judgment you're not a judger i've never met anyone who is as okay about things other things maybe you're a judger but like like <laughs> i don't i don't really feel like i have a right to judge i just have very specific you don't taste. judge other people no. at all like you go into their space and you are all in to help them without any without any thought of their taste or their personality or how can they live like this? Which, as somebody who is a who was in who is in need of your help when my kids were younger, um, and even like two months ago, let's be honest, um, <laughs> like you will come in and you are a machine. You will just love on somebody without any other notion of then using your skill set to love people. Hmm. i like completely. I've never seen a servant like you. Oh. Right, it's true. Like you just go like without. I mean, even when you and Catherine came over and cleaned my house when Graham was dying, like even Catherine was like, "You are a machine. She is a machine. I'm just gonna stop even trying to keep up with her. I'm gonna start <laughs> cooking because you just wouldn't. You're just like it's go time. Mm-hmm. And you, I know you do that for Liza and other people in our world that are struggling and suffering, mm-hmm. and you just go in and you're
0: like, okay. We're just this is what I was made to do, <laughs> but that's the truth. It uh, is, but you do God it. gave me two hands and two feet, and but you don't do it mop. with
1: judgment. That's the thing, though. But you mm-hmm. don't do it with judgment. And if, in, and if in three weeks mm-hmm. or the next, for, with me when the kids were little, I called you back in and you came back, and the kitchen was back in the same disarray, you weren't ever like which other people were with me, like, ah, I just did this why can you not keep it up like Mm. that would never even enter your mind because you have a concept life (laughs) exactly it's life so i think you're an incredible servant you have an understanding of beauty which is a god-given quality like no one else i've ever met Mm. of just being able to see beauty to understand beauty to value beauty that's a virtue like god is beautiful he creates beautiful things and mm-hmm. you have the ability to look at the world in all its chaos and see pockets of beauty in them and then that's what you meditate on you don't mm-hmm. meditate on the ca- the chaos hmm which mm-hmm. nobody – I don't know anybody else who does that quite like you, where you're mm-hmm. like, yep, the world's falling apart, but do you see how beautiful this basket of yarn is? Let's just take a <laughs> moment
0: and I, look at that. I have an occasion visualize myself, like I've studied and been interested in the Holocaust for a very long time, for decades, and it's something I can not always you know, throw a good heart space for it, but so I, get, I go back to it every couple of years, and I just go deep and study and study and study and read and watch things documentaries on the things and i have imagined myself in a prison camp and what would i do in that situation and it's still organizing yeah no it really <laughs> is Literally really like okay let's move this barbed wire over here and let's try to make this bed a little bit more comfortable with these scraps of rags and let's sweep no, you would let's you sweep would find the, the beauty in it the prison and literally, I was like, that's just, uh, I feel like an ant. Like, I have ai don't think it's ingrained- what it is. I
1: think you have a sense of beauty, and that beauty... I'm, it and is everywhere. It is everywhere. It is and everywhere. And the thing is, is that that is God. Mm-hmm. God is beauty. And I think he's given you a gift in that, that, that it actually, like, exudes from every cell, and it blesses people around you. Because... Because you're so comfortable in beauty, living it, loving it, embracing it, people they are drawn to you because of it. Like Mm. it, it it draws people to you. And then the fact that I drive them away with my personality. No, you don't. (laughs) And then you serve them. That's the thing. It's like you. Uh, She's so hard on herself. I also think you're incredibly vulnerable. I think, and the other thing, my favorite, one of my favorite qualities, I literally was just talking to Izzy about it this morning, is your, um, your ability to humble yourself and accept your sin and your shortcomings. I've never seen anyone do it. And <laughs> that's a new trait for you, for sure. Yes. <laughs> that is God. Praise God for it. And, but God. it's such a great example that you're like, yep, I'm really bad. at th-. Like you just, if someone says, You've hurt me in this way or this has hurt me or I feel you – I go uber defensive and I'm like, nope. Well, you've done this and this – and you're like, no, I did do that and that was hurtful. I am so – like it's just so instant that your humility –
0: Well, in honesty, I do have some of the same triggering instant responses. Right. But then I can feel like the Holy Spirit taking that and literally flipping it so it does like a complete – yeah. 180 that's, and where it's like the opposite of that. But you, is what you I don't think you do. realize.
1: It's like you're like one of, it, it is like, as, I mean, you're the reason I became, well, not the reason, because the Holy Spirit and God is the reason I became a Christian, but you are the catalyst for me. It's like you're this big, those big lights that shine and all the bugs come to them and then they zap <laughs> them. <laughs> Stunned. Stunned. Like a stun gun. But like, because you because you create such beautiful spaces, like people, I don't, I I mean, follow her on Instagram and you'll know what I'm talking about. Like literally everything she does. Like when we were talking about camping, I wasn't joking when I was like, nope. And so when you walk by all the camping (laughs) campsites and all of the camping, hers looks different. And you, Mm. and it's so different that people are like, why is this one different? She draws people in and then she's, you are humble and, and you serve. And I think you change people's lives because of that. Because you, you, I Mm. think you, you really do. And I don't, I, I don't think that is for naught. I think you have some incredible qualities.
0: Thank you, honey. My gosh.
1: So, guys, I, but I isn't that hard?
0: It's it hard, so hard, It is so hard. It is hard. I would gonna... much rather be like, I'm a jerk. Um, totally. I'm overweight. I should be working out more. I swear in my head. Oh, I, I swear out loud. Uh, I look dead without makeup. I... I was, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't totally, know. You know. And those aren't even qualities. Those are just things about about my body and how I feel about myself, but...
1: So here's Joshua 1, 9. I have, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. When you don't feel like you're good enough, it's easy to want to blend in, hide in the back, and avoid bringing any attention to yourself. But God p- commands you to be strong and courageous. He created me to be me and you to be you to be strong and courageous Mm -hmm. in in our in our strengths and in our weaknesses Mm -hmm. and i just think that that is so beautiful
0: i love that that's one of my favorite verses and then
1: of course one of my favorites psalm 139 for you were created my my inmost being you knit me together in my mother's room womb i praise you because i am fearfully wonderfully made Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Your works are wonderful. We were created by God. Therefore, we are wonderful in our strengths and in our weaknesses. And so we need to just be strong and courageous. I love it. All
0: right, guys. We are cheering you on. Keep
1: going with this
0: challenge. We're eight days in. And we will keep tabs on you again next Monday. See you soon. Bye. If you think of anyone, your mother, your sister, your bestie, your mailman, uh, the person who watches your kids after school, just share this podcast today with a friend, and we would be so, so grateful. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.